Semi Arif joins us in studio. He knows more than you can imagine. Is President Barack Obama a Muslim? Because you know it's going to be a zoo. It was already a zoo. Did anything happen while I was gone? Haven't you noticed the whole place is on fire? Let me tell you why you're here. But they can only speak in question. Are there side effects? Or? Just diarrhea. My first guess is... Semi, Semi, Semi. Knock, knock, who's there, this guy? Lesser known somebodies. Welcome to Africa's Eighth Base Podcast with me, Sami Arif, and today I'm joined in a friend's flat. Her name is Sahar. I learned how to say her name while I've been in Dubai. I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was fruitful. I'm in this flat and I'm joined with many people. Uh, so it's kind of like performing in a live studio audience, but it's just your friends. With me, I have Dubai's, um, I wouldn't know, the Middle East? No. The United Arab Emirates' first Emirati comedian. Is that right? That, that is correct. That's, a, that's the lovely... You. That's a beautiful intro. Thank you. That's, a, that's, a, that's Abdullah, but he, he goes by the name of Abs. No one in Dubai uses their full name. Mohammed's here, Mo. Um, Mustafa's here, a to be honest. <laughs> I met a guy called... He's a, there's, there's a guy in the third microphone over here. His name is Mustafa. Hey, man. Yeah, that's him. You're not going to hear a lot from him because I will mute him. <laughs> yeah, um, he people like here me. who call themselves semi, even though they're semi yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, okay, well, people know why they call me Simi. And if you guys are first-time listeners, I'll let you know again. It's because when I was born, a young Indian gentleman held me in his arms. And then he asked my father, what's, what's your son's name? What's your son's name? And then my father went, Samir. And then he went, oh, Samir. And my father's like, no, his name is Simi. I'm sorry that I, I gave you the wrong name. <laughs> That's how I kept the name. <laughs> Is so I've got a dealer with me. Is that a true story? Yeah, that is a true oh, story, okay. bro. That's a true oh, that's story. Really awesome. um, so as you guys know, um, most of our podcasts now are behind a paywall. Don't be scared. Just pay us 100 rand. You can listen to new episodes all the time, which is what I need you to do so I can make money. So I have Abdullah here. Abs. Is that what you want to be called? I mean, Abs Ali. I kind of think of it like Muhammad Ali. No one just calls him Muhammad. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like Muhammad <laughs> the greatest. Can I make note? Of your girlfriend sitting here, yeah, she's sitting here very quietly though. Like she's like, like, like she's a like, I, I, she's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, make them, I don't make noise because I don't want to be on the podcast. But also at the same time, I don't want to make noise because I don't want the world to know our love. She's, she's, I feel like she's a hostage among famous Muslim people. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want the world to know our love. But first, I'm going to focus on new apps. So you know, um, everybody listening to the podcast, you guys know I have a best friend, Dean. Dean has been fucking relegated. I'll tell you that. I've got a best friend, Abs, here. Abdullah is my best friend in Dubai. He doesn't want to hang out with me all the time, but... No, I do. Why then? I'm just... I'm wanted by... you wanted by who, brother? By, by the society. How did you get into stand-up comedy? First of all, can I acknowledge the fact that I got you a lovely milk cake as a gift? Oh, guys, yo. Because I haven't spoken to you guys in ages. Let me tell you about Dubai. Dubai got this thing called milk cake. Actually, in South American, but yeah, what's it called in in South American? Tres leches. Tree leeches. That is probably, bro. <laughs> this cake got condensed milk, uh, heavy cream milk, and milk, milk, normal milk. It's three milks. That's what that's what trees leeches means. Yeah. And I won't lie to you. It is probably the best dessert. When I get married, trees leeches sounds yeah. like a type of. <laughs> plant <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like it sounds exactly like uh, i mean i don't know what you guys call the fruit here we call it lychees yeah, yeah, no, or do you guys call yeah, it lychees well let's let's hear from our canadian friend mustafa i'll put the microphone by your mic <laughs> by your mouth man can you hear me now yeah i can hear you bro yeah, don't, okay, don't cool. stress don't stress no, i don't know i don't know what we would call it in canada i've been yeah. um, a seven year oh city. by the by the way mustafa, mustafa <laughs> not a comedian <laughs> like anybody listen to this thing would be like yo is this is this guy speaking to two comedians on the scene eh, yeah. wrong i'm not i'm speaking to one comedian yeah. one comedian and his friend who left dubai seven years ago as like an iraqi refugee <laughs> landed, no, landed no, up in liar. landed up in canada stop making stories about <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. just he's just so down to do things like he's down to shoot like videos he's down to hang out with people <laughs> but like <laughs> but the one time i want to hang out with this guy mustafa that being this guy postponed on me he hit me straight up with a brother i'm so tired you don't get tired hanging out in dubai there's tres leches everywhere <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let me tell you the first time i met abs no tell me the first time you had tres leches oh what a wonderful experience there's a place called the home bakery now, you guys don't know it because you guys are poor Emiratis. Shout out to our sponsor, yeah. Home Bakery. <laughs> yeah, shout, out to, shout out to Home Bakery. Shout out to Home Bakery next to a place called TBK. 
which I, it's something something kitchen. Yes. I don't know, but it's very expensive. Yes. Uh, it's where the rich Emiratis go, like uh, money kicks. Yes, not me. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I realized that you are not a rich Emirati, and I was <laughs> very disappointed. I take you to qual- I take you to nice. <laughs> no, you take me. Wallahi, yeah. Adim, brother. I'm not gonna lie to you. you. Yeah, you've taken me to the most wonderful of place, places with the with the greatest of conversations. Yeah. But me, I need money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this thing is. Thank you, thank you for the experience, but money, you know. <laughs> but and I, yeah, but I'm and I'm also sure your girlfriend is just like yeah. I also, took you to a I place also thought I also thought you was a rich Emirati, I but took you I was to a fooled. Place where you learned the ancient technique of Abu Omar. Oh well, I the hold on. Let me t- let me fill in no my listeners. I will fill it in, but hold on. Yeah. I need to tell my uh, listeners uh, something. Milk cake, milk so cake. guys, milk cake, right? It's like the soft vanilla sponge that's sitting in milk, and there's like a layer of. I want to say cream. Or like icing, that also tastes milky. Fluffy milk. Yeah, but you must understand, Dubai they take it up a level. They put saffron in it. Saffron milk cake. Yeah, Allah, this thing. Oh, plus if you guys are listening to this, you'd be like, "Yo, this guy sounds awfully Muslim." I'm in a Muslim country, son. <laughs> I'm living. I'm living my best life here. I go to every. Everything's halal. Oh, halal. Everything. Everything. I have not. The, you can smell. You know why the air is so clean here in Dubai? There's no pork in it. Yeah. There's, no, there's no pig fumes. They, no, actually, they actually do sell pork in a supermarket. You have to have a. Bro, have you seen when they sell pork yet? Yeah. They have the, to let you know. It's the biggest promotion they run. For none. Yeah, Muslims. for non-Muslims, yo, Only. they make Is you feel, still on? bro. It's they make you feel bad if you buy pork here. Yeah, I swear to God, like, haha, this guy's got pig on him. This guy got pig on him. He's got a piggy. Dude, I still remember Spinney's used to have like a separate section that was just that could yeah. be like non-Muslim. Yeah, doors now. Before it was open, like you could see it from the <laughs> distance. You're like, well, wonder what is that? But now you have to go through these doors. You that see how so weird. you see how you said separate section. Yeah. Yes, I know exactly how separate sections work. I come oh, from South Africa, so oh. there we go. <laughs> well played, I'm well all, played. I'm all for, for that if it comes to pig. So I'm you just know, like, I'll tell you something that's yeah. I, that I find kind of uh, weird. when This is related to Saudi Arabia. When I went over there, I remember when weird I... Weird flex, I, but okay. Yeah, okay. I, I went oh, guys, if there's, one thing you know about, if there's one thing you must know about Mustafa, he's going to come with like the weirdest flexes ever so all, all the time all the, all the time. time so like now so now you know he's an iraqi refugee that went to canada and now he's also been to saudi arabia but continue <laughs> i went to umrah i was around like 60 there we years go old. umrah as well and umrah. Uh, one of the weirdest things that i had experienced was when i was in the bus we were going from mecca to medina i think yeah. or vice versa i can't really remember yeah. the exact details and i saw a sign yeah. that clearly said non-muslims take right yeah, and the rest like Muslims they take shoot left, you. and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell right? is going on?" And they've just blindfolded you and shoot you. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, what would, like, if I, what would, how would they know? I know. I, I, I mean? yes, I've been on Umrah. I've been on Umrah. Actually, I'll yeah, tell you. Really I'll tell weird. you exactly how it is. Yeah. So we went on Umrah, mm. and um, my dad, practical joker, mm. um, same sign. Okay. Same sign. Same yeah. We all went left, but he said, "You boy must go right." But I was like Ooh. a kid. I was like 13 at the time. So yeah. I could read. But I mean, like, I'm, not, I'm just like, yo, why am I wearing these two white, these white cloths? They're really <laughs> irritating me, you know? <laughs> you know that's, that's how I felt like, as a kid. Then the guy, you go like, right. White's and, not my color. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy literally goes like, read Fatiha. Really? Yeah, bro. Are you serious? Bro, it's an easy test to be Muslim. <laughs> it is so easy to be Muslim. You pray? Yeah. yeah. How, it's, no, that's, that's a difficult <laughs> question. That's a think, higher grade question. Do you, think, do you think it gets so bored? It's like, read Fatiha, like, Bismillah, like, go. Go, go right now. Yeah. But there's still Too six slow. more verses. No, no keep going. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, so. You said it confidently. Wow. So back to, yeah. Um, what if you, t- um, what if you couldn't read in. it? You just knew the translation in English. <laughs> no, bro, by that time, you know, like. Yeah. I was, I was, I mean, I used to tell people, like, I'm not a practicing Muslim, I'm a professional. Mashallah. Like, I know what I'm doing. Wow. <laughs> like, ah. I've, got, I've, got, I've got the degree in this thing. This is and your girlfriend's like, yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> yes. That's a good she one. She just wants to go to uh. the toilet pool. doesn't want to trip on the wires. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the worst live studio audience. <laughs> She's like, do I trip on the wires past the laughing clown, the refugee guy, <laughs> the refugee. and go to the bathroom? Or no? So, um, By the way, just for the record, I'm not a refugee. Uh, bro, he's lying. No, you are lying. in rags. No, bro, is lying. He's not in rags. Guys, I'm not in rags. I'll mute him for you. Don't worry. Mustafa is definitely a refugee. Don't listen to him. I'm, I'm going to agree to that. Yeah. Okay. So back to abs. It's not about you, bro. So abs. I met abs at a, the evening of comedy night. Make was, up a fake story. No, I can't make up this, a fake story. He was wearing a kandura, but for you guys back home, that's um, 
the garb the Muslim people wear to mosque. You know it. The one where it's difficult to run in. It's like a. You can't play cricket. In yeah, it. you can't play cricket in. Uh, <laughs> we like there's words for like kurta, galabeya. They call it kandura here, mm. and and he was wearing the the chumples that come with it, the sandals. And I was like, this is a horrible, horrible attire for a gig. There's no reason why a man should be wearing this at all. We, there is smoking allowed here. <laughs> I mean, there, people are drinking alcohol and you're just walking in this place and he had the best smile. And then he had everything he said. He felt like, I felt like he was my friend for my whole life. That's beautiful, man. Thank you, bro. And, that's, and he always gives me these cool compliments. He always says, that's beautiful. You're such a nice guy. You are. Oh. And you're a very interesting person. You see? You see? Yeah, and... And you also you played a very. Did. You can shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, fucking you know, they, as soon as a refugee gets a passport, bro. <laughs> as soon as a refugee gets a we passport, we want our voices heard. You should have seen. Please hear us, motherfucker. Gave you an Olympics yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I was saying that we were all watching the Olympics together, and the, what, what they call them, ROC. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, uh, what, uh, what is it? Refugee Olympic. Refugee Olympic something. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what this is. No, I'm not a refugee, but okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Like refugee Olympic champs and you look it up online it's like refugee olympic concert <laughs> <laughs> and so we were i was just like yo shout out refugees but brother mustafa got over here he, he even knew the anthem for refugees i didn't even know there was one <laughs> he's like shout out my boys on, it's just <laughs> he put his hands up in the sky said rock nation <laughs> was having a good time okay but back to my podcast legit, legit, yeah, yeah, we yeah. met Sorry. we okay. met at the it's yeah when, what you, is your, when you were talking about that yeah it made me realize you guys see it as a religious Outfit, yeah, yeah, outfit, and we just see it as a cultural uniform. Mm. It's it's literally called here like a national dress or a national uniform. So that's the thing where, and that happens around the world. I think people mix culture and religions, but that's another deep rabbit hole. I don't think we're ready to. No, we're always ready on. We're always ready on Africa's Atheist podcast. Don't be, don't be scared. I mean, I mean, it's probably bad for you. No, no, it's not at all. But it's. uh, I just get worried, bro, because here I see. I don't mind if I leave the country. And they'll be like, you've said something bad. You have to leave. I'll be like, shout out. I'm going back to my home where I can say whatever I want. Mm. If you say something bad. I don't think this is bad. But then I think the fact that we said the word bad just lit up a red flag. CIA has joined the conversation. It's like. Uh, you don't. Uh, guys, let me fill you in. I have, I'm so sorry. I haven't been recording podcasts in such a long time. But let me fill what you in. What have you been doing? I've been doing other people's podcasts. That's my problem. Oh. But I'm here now. Oh, I've got so many stories to catch up with you. Okay, so let me tell you guys how when I got into Dubai, how wild this was, bro. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, I'm, should, take, I'm going to take beautiful. the risk. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I left South Africa, right? And you just uh, got on the plane. Yeah, I did. I went on Kenyan Airways. Kenyan Airways. And let me tell you, Kenyan Airways um, made me a better Muslim. I'll be honest with you. I was sitting on that flight. And I saw the emergency exits were empty. So I pressed the button to call the waitress, the air hostess. And she comes to me and they're all in like hazmat suits and stuff. Like they're taking their job, like seriously, which is good. Which is good. I, don't, I also don't want to get Kovovo. Kovovo. But I also want legroom because I'm squashed. I'm a tall man sitting in the middle seat of row 17. And just in front of me is legroom for days. But Kenyan Airways, you'd think, you know, Kenyans are quite tall. No, they don't. They don't make the planes for runners. They make <laughs> they make the planes for humans. <laughs> so, like, what 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 do they call the 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 Asai warriors? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Masai, Masai. yeah, Masai. yeah. They, yeah, they don't make the planes for He's like, let me tell you about the first time I had Asai. <laughs> so, so, uh, press the button. The lady comes like, how can I help you, sir? I was like, sorry, I've noticed that your emergency exit row is uh, empty. I want to know if I can move there. And she's like, uh, unfortunately, you can't. I'm like, no, no, no. I know you're going to ask me if I'm willing to help in an emergency. Of course I'm willing to help in, this, in, an, in an emergency. I know how to pull those things down. I've been doing lifting of weights. I can pull 20 kgs. I'm sorted. She goes, no, sir, we can't place it there. I'm like, I can help. I was like, what happens if the plane goes down? And she goes, which God do you believe in? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's a straight up question. She yeah, she didn't, even, she didn't even say, no, sir, we can't move people. She just said, she said, choose, choose your maker 
and believe in oh something. God. If something happens, know what to say. Oh my God. So I said, cool, unpress the button and just look forward. And I was like, <laughs> Start praying, a great bro. sketch oh where you just god. go to random places like Starbucks and it's like, is, is your coffee good? And it's like, which god do you believe? Which god do you believe in? Why are we bringing God into this? And so then I landed in Kenya. Kenya, let me tell you, if people think that like Nigeria and South Africa are places where corruption exists, Kenya is another story. I was I wasn't even off the plane and people were offering me bribes. Hey, I'll take you straight through passport control for ten dollars. I'm like, that sounds cheap. That sounds like a good offer. So I did that. So I didn't have to fill in this form where like, you have to do like, because of COVID, you have to do all of these forms, all of these questionnaires. Have you been in touch with somebody with COVID? No, man, I was on the fucking flight. <laughs> I didn't, where's the legroom question? <laughs> I want to speak about that. So I get to Kenya, I do a PCR test, I chill there for a while, and I get back onto a plane, Air Arabia. Did they swab both noses or? One nostril. One nostril. One both nostril. Oh, yeah. I just realized. Like, wow. Yeah, but you know what was cool about Kenya? The guy that did that came in a hazmat suit to the hotel Fair. while while I'm having breakfast. And he's like, hey, Mr. Arif. I'm like, yeah, he's like, lean back. Did he sound like he was, uh, it was like Darth Vader? Like, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Lean back. <laughs> not at all, not at all. And then he just. No, 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 no. He, he knew what he's doing. Terror and then like squad. two hours later, I had my results, which I was like. That's two hours. Exactly. Two hours? That's what? exactly my response. What the hell? That's, that's exactly. My that's amazing. Bro, I used to do PCR. Yeah. Not PCR. I used to do the actual reverse trans RT PCR, which is yeah. how they analyze. Oh yeah. PCR by the tests. way, Abs is a is a dentist, but I don't know why he's doing COVID things. They he only knows about it's the funny. teeth. No, but I used to do the lab thing back in uni. Oh, in uni. Results do not come out <laughs> in two actually, hours. No. Mm. Yeah, it depends. Actually. How fast can you make the machine go? <laughs> That's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah. I wouldn't know that. Exactly. Well, I, was, I thought maximum was 12. It's six. I didn't it's really six. Minimum good, was 12, sorry. I didn't really do good in that class because I was yeah, busy laughing at the fact that the lab technician was laughing at my friend saying, can we drink tap water? And she's like, just go to the bathroom. And in New Zealand, the <laughs> oh. tap water is clean. Yeah. But theoretically, I think it's a Muslim thing. You don't want to drink water from a toilet. Are you mad, bro? We drink from the tap all the time back home. No, we drink from the tap in New Zealand. Not oh, here. not sure, yeah. But I would drink from the kitchen tap. I wouldn't go yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah, I wouldn't like, go to the bathroom tap. Yeah, but she's like, but it's the same water. And she's correct. She's correct, but that tap has had air of other things oh, in the bathroom, of poo-poo yeah, air, yeah. of caca bumps. And she was <laughs> laughing at the fact that he didn't want to go to the bathroom for the tap water, and I was laughing at the fact that she was laughing. And yeah, I didn't pay attention to the PCR no, part. So I remember my first encounter of water problems years ago no let's go back to Kenya. wait wait we're, we're gonna we're gonna get back there we're so, all add here so i am um, except me yeah you're you're a refugee <laughs> yeah. that's it you need we to know focus. We, we can't we can't <laughs> give you everything i went to canada <laughs> i was like on a whim you're like should i go to the mall or canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll say that story later okay. so um i uh, i was drinking i drink water from the tap at home all the time it's actually colder sometimes so depending on the uh, time of year. Yeah, yeah, madly. Oh, wow. Like South Africa is like one of like the three countries you can drink from and the tap. My girlfriend's like, yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Like, like she's been to South Africa. Have you been to South Africa? No. no. Well, she understands though. No. White people are connected from all around the world. So they know each other's stories. <laughs> like, we we yeah. just install the same pipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Clean> pipes. <laughs> so I go to Canada and I get a restaurant and then I was worried like to drink. And I was like, I'll just have some tap water. And then he's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, whoa. She's like, she's, no, bro, not in Montreal. Really? Bro, she gave me, she laid down the law. She's like, but you, you, you cannot have tap water. I was like, I, I think I can. Just go to the tap. Montreal. That is very good. Get Montreal the tap and give me the, the, the water. Why are screwing a light bulb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The tap like, give me the water. Canada, and she was just like, too cold. she's like, <laughs> she's like, you'll get E. coli. I was like, oh, you know, wow, I was like, you know too many things. You know too many things. Just e. bring. She's like, no, are no. educated back Wait, home. First of all, I, Please tell me you didn't eat at that restaurant because if she knew you were going to get E. coli from the water, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, she was just shocked that I was drinking tap water. But so I was like, okay, bring me normal water. water. I genuinely think she lied to you. She's trying to make you, she's no trying one. to sell you something because she's a waitress. Everybody, everybody drinks tap water over there. Ding, ding, ding. It's time for a story from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa has been. We're laughing at this, oh but it's, to be fair, it's better to be like ding, ding, ding. Here's a story from Baghdad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah no. Mustafa has been. Mustafa has been waiting patiently. Like, okay, cool. I'm not a comedian. I'm just gonna wait for the right <laughs> fucking moment <laughs> when I chat. And then I went Montreal. I was like, fuck, I've been there. 
I've been there. I know about Montreal. Ah, Montreal, city of city of um, yeah, tap water. Yeah, yeah, bro. Let me tell you about Montreal. <laughs> Come on, Mustafa, share us, a, give us a Montreal story. I can give you a story for when I first landed in Canada, specifically Montreal. And there we go. Okay. It's a the double combo. It's a double combo. So it is all, I know the story because it involves water. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A lot, lots of water. Yeah. So what happened was, um, it was a big cultural shock for me. So basically, I ended up. I, we landed, we did our landing, all of us, the entire family. Landing basically is the process of immigration. We landed, we landed and then safely. we all landed and we made our landing to the land. Yeah. And then to the land of Canada. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to listen to me or no? We arrived. <laughs> I've never met a guy so happy to be Canadian. I won't lie. <laughs> like, he's like, he's so proud. But Bro, I've okay, been so waiting for eight years for yep. me to become Canadian. So I'm, I'm waiting to I become a refugee <laughs> so I can start my eight-year wait to become Canadian. I'll, I'll give you the, the I think my girlfriend's having like a, a pivotal moment. She's like, it must feel the same for people who go to Ireland and then become Irish at some stage. Well, you know, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie to you. I can get into Ireland if I want to. There's nothing possible there. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's like really? I I can a, a land in the airport and say, "Give me a visa, Marjana." <laughs> Ninety <laughs> days, I'm here. Marjana. So go ahead, sorry. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, tell so us your. Uh, we arrived at mm-hmm. uh, Montreal Airport, and basically, I have this thing where I do not use the washroom in. Can you uh, speak Quebecois? Sorry? Can you speak Quebecois? No, I wish. I don't know how to speak Quebecois. Just to my it's listeners. not like proper French, yeah. by the way. Just, just to like my listeners out there, Quebecois is the word for the language. Does it mean the same? No. It doesn't mean the same? No. I don't know what it means over there, but it means something different. Okay, they, they, go mean, on. they mean a lot of things. I, I know the story Mustafa wants to tell, so I'm, I'm waiting for him to get to the, the punchline. Yeah, the the good punch part, yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. So basically, yeah. I didn't use the washroom the airplane. It's a 14-hour flight. Why? Okay, and because I don't want to be... I don't. I have a thing against... Speaking to the microphone. Washroom. Yeah, yeah. I guess Why the washroom and the airplanes because it's not clean at all. Plus, the thing that whatever sucks. The, 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 the toilet. The toilet seat, whatever. Yeah. yeah, when you sit on it and the fucking... You flush. Thing, yeah, when you flush and then the huge sound comes out. <laughs> I love how it's like how a toilet works. It's a true refugee. It's like, <laughs> how you never... We used to do it in a hole. Okay, now I confirmed. Now I confirmed that... This thing called flushing. Imagine, you're like, I don't I don't like using the toilets in the plane because I believe they're only used for one thing and it's just sex. And you're like... But uh, anyways, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay, okay, so you're scared of the... <laughs> yeah, no, that's sound. one thing. Plus, no. I think it's absolutely disgusting. So I was like, okay, whatever. I, we landed into Canada. Speaking to the mic. Arrived. Can, yeah, you can you hear can me now? Yeah, okay, yeah. so we, uh, we arrived into the Montreal airport. Uh-huh. I asked the immigration officer. I was like, hey, man, listen, I need to, wash, uh, to go t- to the washroom real quick. And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Just go there. Whatever. I go sit down, do my business. And you're running at the airport. 100%. Which is very suspicious. Yeah, especially... I get off the, the plane and run. Are you running? in a Kandura. No, but I was running with a huge beard, so that's not helpful. But oh. anyways, oh. yeah. Bad move. Yeah, bad move. Bad, yeah, bad move. Shave for like yeah. But that shows you how now. friendly Canada is. Yeah, they're, they're just like, hey, beard. that's some other people say that's a terrorist running. Canada yeah. were like, that's a man with a beard. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a man that's with a beard. That looks like he needs to use the <laughs> toilet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is eight years ago, so you were 24. Yeah, you the way you and you were scared of a bathroom. Grow the fuck up! No, no, <laughs> like no, that's the first, like, we're privileged in Dubai. <laughs> like, like grow like, up, privileged type of refugee. Africa. You know. Okay, so, so now so you anyways, go to the washroom. So I go to the washroom, do my business, and I'm sitting. And then I was like, okay, time to move on. So I look around for the bidet, which was which is the usual thing that you would have back in Dubai. Yeah, clean your the bum. Gun. The bidet is a no, 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 glorious bum. No, 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 no. A bidet is actually. The smaller bathroom that's next to yeah you oh. sit on you yeah. sit on it okay uh, I'm a rich person back home so I'll let you know um, <laughs> yeah. it's a smaller it's a, it looks like Extra a toilet for your ass yeah doesn't smell like a toilet but it's got taps like a wash basin it's a mm-hmm. and yeah so the, and it's you and and hole. and the water shoots into your bum and and yeah but super good the bum shower mm-hmm. is the greatest invention yeah. ever made yes. and can only have been made by a Muslim person hundred percent. Um, so like we have them at home and I remember when we first got them in the house, people would come and be like, what's that in your bathroom? Mm. 
and they did. Like, oh, that's the that's the uh, that's the bomb shower. <laughs> does it have an actual name? Like, no, no, no. It does. Just call it bomb. I was hoping that there's does like a song. It's Shatafa. Yeah, Shatafa in Arabic. Shatafa. Yeah, yeah. That is too close to the word shit. Like, and shat. Like, it is and now, bro. Did has somebody made the company Shatafa and sold those things? Fuck, yeah. there's a, that's a million dollar business right yeah, there. They, they yeah, so we just call it a bomb shower. But when I came over here to Dubai and I saw them, they went everywhere. I was just like, fuck, you've, you've Muslims. Seen, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the older iteration of it? Like the little hose that it's off and then you ha- there's a little tap on the side and you turn it on yes. and it shoots a stream. Yes. I don't like that one. but I, think I like the one with the, with the, with the, with the, yeah, with the, the handle. The yeah. trigger. But I also like it if it's... Um, the, the semi-auto. Much, I like, no, no, I like no, the pressure hard. I like the hard. semi-auto one. Yeah. That yeah. one yeah. <laughs> I like the pressure when it's hard, bro. I like really? it. Yeah, yeah bro. When it rips your asshole in half? It doesn't, it's, <laughs> like, bro, do you really have you ever... That's weird. Because then you have trauma, bro. You don't have to use your other hand to actually clean. To clean. You know it's super clean. bro. What if you miss and you hit your... You're not. You're not going to... Because you're grown. You're a grown man. I mean, I know these questions go in your mind because just like you only use the toilet Actually, at 24. 12, guys, like I'm you were scared of a toilet. I degraded when I was six years old. <laughs> but like for, I like, cause like, have you ever used like a hydraulic hose to, um, Hydro- to yeah, to clean a car? <laughs> it's it's physics. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever used the, like, have you seen, or? have you seen that's like the car washes when they go like, yeah. And they, yeah, that's how I want my yeah. ass cleaned. So Mustafa, okay. my friend, you go to Montreal. You go to yeah. The- so I go to Montreal and the washroom, I do my business. And then I realized that there is no bidet. Mm, sorry, bro. Anywhere. So I scream, no! Which I shouldn't have done because apparently beard. my dad, mm. exactly, because my dad had Mission heard me failed. from outside the washroom and then he he goes he goes into the washroom. He's like, what's wrong? I was like, there's no bidet. He's like, he starts laughing and then afterwards he's like, take care of yourself, son. And then he walks out. Good father. And basically for the next three months, I'm walking around with my legs wide open, like spread Mm. And I'm just trying to not like let my butt cheeks touch. Yeah, it was horrible. I had to take a shower every time I took a shit. It was one of the weirdest experiences that I ever had in uh, in Canada at the start. But but now <laughs> I but but assimilated. I've assimilated. I assimilated and I just imagine that was part of regular toilet imagine, paper. Imagine that was part of the like citizenship exam. It's like, do you wipe with just tissue or uh, water mm. instrument? And yeah. it's like <laughs> just. <laughs> Yeah. Take off 10 points. <laughs> I'm just, 10 points. I just keep on thinking about like yeah. they gave a password to the wrong guy. That's all <laughs> I give it to the right guy. Okay, but now back to you. I only, I'm only interested in you. Oh, wow. Thank wow. you. Thank you. I so the first time we met. My girlfriend's right here, man. No, not in that way. First time we met. What do you think about me? And the first time we met. I'll be honest. It's actually a show we ask on the question all the uh, uh, it's a, it's a question we ask on the show all the time. I don't know why I said it in that tone, but I'll be honest yeah. uh, because I believe we have a open, you know, line of communication mm-hmm. in our relationship. But when our friend Arzu added you to the group, it's like, "Hey guys, there's a South African comedian, Semi. Uh, let me tell you, my my previous experience with South Africans before you, I was like, "Oh no. There's <laughs> oh, another I'm alcoholic. Oh. Tattoo sleeve everywhere." No. Sorry. You know, his name starts with the A, ends with the Erno. Oh, and it's like, <laughs> okay. Well, you'll be happy to be in this podcast. I mean, I like him too, to be yeah. honest. But I was like, oh, it's another one of those. And I was like, this guy who's just visiting is just going to come take our spots. So she added you and I was like, I'm reading your messages. It's normal English, but I'm reading in a very strong South African, you know, like racist accent. I didn't even <laughs> think you were like brown. I was like, it's another white one. And then when I met you, I was like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. So Let's I'm see. really happy. I'm so happy that I, I'm so happy that I wasn't. Um, I came to that gig not even to perform, just to hang. Just to hang. Just to hang. But I remember leaving that gig and I was like, I have a new best friend because I was I was trying to get other comedians to be my best friend as well. It just wasn't working out. Yeah. Like I literally went to another Halal comedian squad. here. <laughs> I went to a guy Mahir. He's another funny dude, guys. And then I went to him and I was like, Yo, I want you to be my best friend. He's like, Ashley, I want to tap out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from the same continent. Yeah, he's from the same continent as me. He's just like, he's like, I I've got a best friend. I'm cool. So I'm like, yeah, I, was cool. can we just be, I was like, can we just be normal friends? Like, yeah, so yeah, funny. yeah. Mar is hilarious. Mar is hilarious. Yeah, he's yeah. A funny not, it's not about you anymore, Mustafa. I've given you a time with your, yeah, with your with your toilet Canada, story. We moved yeah. from the north. America. I want to know more about you doing comedy in the UAE. Tell me about your feelings. When did you start? How did you start? Uh, back in the day, yeah. when I was thirteen. Oh, I love that your girlfriend looked at her watch as you started. <laughs> I was just like, yo, she uh, must Jesus have heard this Christ. conversation so many. She must be like, oh god. No, when when I was thirteen, there was. 
these areas start popping up. No, no, I didn't do stand-up then. Oh, okay. But uh, in Dubai, there were these places, Mustafa probably knows, it's these gaming networks. Mm-hmm. So it's just these places with basically computers, mm-hmm. which would probably be used for crypto mining now. But it was just for playing Counter-Strike and stuff and watching movies. It was really cheap. It was mm. one of the cheap activities to do in yeah. Dubai. It's five dirhams an hour. I used to play Counter-Strike. Yeah. Five dirhams an hour. That is cheap. That is very cheap. Until now, no, no, no. Yeah, no. that was back in yeah, the day. Now it's gone up. Yeah, probably ten. Is this your story or mine? Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> man, refugees always want to come yeah, and take something. Man, yeah, opportunist. So I went and I was like, I was bored of playing Counter Strike because I sucked, and then I wanted to. Well, <laughs> I saw this category. They had movies and anime, and I was like, comedy. What's that? And I clicked on it, and it was Dave Chappelle's uh, "Killing Them Softly." Yeah, good special there. First one to watch. And yeah. I watched it. I was like, oh my God, this is, someone can do this? Like stand on stage, tell jokes. And I was like, fuck, okay. I'm the guy who usually tells jokes in my group of friends. So fast forward four years later and the Axis of Evil gets big around the world. Those yeah, Axis of Evil was a comedy tour. Yeah, Aaron Kader, uh, Ahmed Ahmed, Maz Jabrani, Dino Bidala. And they started tu- touring the Middle East. And that's what, and our bestie, Jamil. Yeah, we have a mutual friend called Jamil. Who was as uh, the George Clooney of the Middle East. Yeah. The comedy godfather of the UAE and pretty much the Middle East. He brought them over. Yeah. They did a tour around and they went to Mustafa's Uni at the time, mm. AUD. And uh, I met Maz Jabrani in the bathroom by coincidence. And that competition was only open for students in the uni. Mm. And I really wanted to do stand-up. I was like, four years later, like, this is the chance. So I, I just asked Maz and he's like, okay, just signal me. And I'll see what I'll ask the other guys and then signal me and I'll let you know. And then I go to the bathroom again. Coincidentally, he's there again. He's probably thinking I'm a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this and guy again? <clears throat> I was like, yo, Maz, what happened? He's like, yeah, just yell out my name after the last comedian and then we'll let you go. And I went up. I can't even remember what I was saying. Something about like Sesame Street. Oh, you're doing, you did gags? I did like, you only had two minutes. So yeah. I think, and they were very strict, by the way. Yeah. They were like, do not make fun of people. Do not make fun of religion. Do not mm. uh, talk about politics. And do not use any curse words. So yeah. I was like, well, there's not really much to talk about. The religion and politics, I don't do. But mm. but do not make fun of a group of people. Like, And if you've seen my stand-up, it's pretty much just I've racial. S- I've, I've seen, no, I don't think it's that. I think it's a bit more heavy, a heavy layer than just racial. But I mean, like... I like on uh, Abza's uh, Instagram says he has twenty impersonations. I've seen three. No, you've seen five. I've I've seen three, and Six. one of them is the, is the impersonation of doing impersonations. <laughs> 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 it is. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, is when 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 does this impersonation become good?" One, one of the impersonations is being the first Emirati comedian. <laughs> 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 That's, That's no, I just like the funniest thing you've ever like said wasn't even on stage. I still laugh about it today. It's um. I just followed you on Instagram and then I watched one of your stories and <laughs> you clearly recorded while you're lying in bed and you're like, hello, brothers and sisters. And then like you showed a bit of like chest, chest and then you're just like, oh, haram, sorry. This <laughs> 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 is like, that's the funniest thing I've heard. <laughs> I just realized that at the moment. Okay, so you start, you start stand up, right? And then when you start taking it seriously, because you're also a dentist. Well, t- to be honest, that, was, that wasn't really the first time I would consider it for me because it was like two minutes, got kicked off. Yeah. And then I'd, I think there was like a hiatus for another two years. Yeah. I'd gone to New Zealand for a year, came back. And then at the, the Dubai Shopping Festival, they had something called the Comedy Cafe mm. by JBR. And that's where me, Maher, started. Maher's the, besides me, he's the oldest comedian that started in Dubai. We started about yeah. 11, 12 years ago at the Comedy Cafe, quote yeah. unquote, which is demolished now. And they brought in comedians from abroad. So one comedian, Aaron Kader, yeah. was running a workshop and then I heard about it we started practicing our material we had the amateur night 12 comedians they called us the apostles of comedy and then someone got offended because he thought it was too religious so we changed it to ambassadors of comedy I mean that's we fair. thought apostles because we were like the students of Aaron it's funny oh. isn't it like Aaron I mean you had to explain it but yeah and then the, so we did the 12 we did the 12 amateur comedians the next at the end of the show Aaron comes to me and another comedian Nitin he says, I want you guys to open for me. So I was like, oh, sweet. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm doing well for myself. This is my <laughs> second gig. I'm opening for people. Yeah. So I go on stage. My mom comes to the show uh, and Bad do move. well. 
and then Netim goes, and then Aaron, and then, yeah, the next day I have to go to New Zealand. It was like literally oh. like boom, 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 went to New Zealand. And then we were going for lectures. And at that time, I didn't know New Zealand had a comedy scene. It's a student town. It's a place called Dunedin. My doctor friend, Zaid, looks at this little pamphlet and is like, looking for comedians, starting a comedy scene in Dunedin. Please message, text, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. There was this lady called Catherine Hurst, amazing girl. God bless her. And we're just doing gigs like we did a gig in cinemas. So I would do good in New Zealand for mm. like nine months, and disappear for up. three months, show up in Dubai. And they're like, oh, are you new? And I was like, no, I'm based in New Zealand. I'm here. <laughs> do good for three months and then people forget me, go back to New And it was just a cycle like that for like a good six years. That's good because that must help you with, you perform to different types of audiences all the time, which is nice, I guess. It is, and it. Uh, but I mean, not also all the time, because it's not like um, it's not like every single night you're on stage hitting the clubs. Cause no, of, yeah, that circuit doesn't exist over here where every single night's a gig. Well, now it does. It never Maybe about three or four that. nights a week, yeah. yeah well, man. But yo, guys, let me tell you something about these gigs here. They don't pay your boy. <laughs> they, don't, they don't pay your boy I mean, we don't believe in the form of currency, <laughs> bro. Let me tell you, I get to my first gig over here. They treat me like shit. Like, shit, firstly, they give me three minutes, and I'm just like, okay, cool, I don't mind being an open spot. I destroy in that three minutes. Mm. Destruction. Then I'm like, okay, cool, they're going to book me for the next gig. You know how many minutes they gave me the next time? Six. You wow. got to work your way up, man, no matter where you go. If Six. I co- go to South Africa... I guarantee you go to South Africa, I'll give you ten. You'll give me ten, but I don't run a room. Every, no, every single person I go, like, yo, here's my friend Abs, they'll be like, not a problem. Me, I don't recommend people. They, people know wow. Can I tell you why I don't recommend them? Why? In case the person is shit Me if I say You must jump on stage They'll be like Oh Simi says so Cool not a problem But what if they're good And then they turn out to be shit That day And you're like oh, you, are, you have more than one gig bro Oh that's true Don't worry So you had your six minutes of glory Yeah and then um, I started realizing that I was like okay cool Now I'm getting to those 10 minutes 12 minutes time And I was like Which for me means Payment time Ching ching And I'm like yo What's the <laughs> What's the money sitch here And, then, and they're just like <coughs> Money sitch yeah. Um, don't you have a nine to five? And I was wow. like, no. Yeah, everyone does have a nine to five. Yeah, so I was just like, whoa. And then that's when I got bummed because I was like, yeah, this guy's really, really funny. And he's like, I'm a dentist. And I'm like, fuck, everybody has a nine to five. He has a cool one though. <laughs> Other people are like, yeah, we're working There's at a like center. There's four dentists who do comedy, by the way. Moody, me, a, my cousin of mine who I met at a comedy show not knowing is my cousin. How did you work it out? Remember when we thought you and I were brothers? Oh my god, that was beautiful, bro! That I was dig- the best like moment, like that little fraction of time, that window yeah, of time. There was so excited. So my dad, because then I knew we were related. It's like he does comedy, I do comedy. Yeah, it must be genetics, bro. I'm not gonna show if I can find a picture of my late uncle Zane. Yeah, spitting image. Oh my goodness! So that that was one of the things that gave me like a maybe. Yeah. But yeah. where it was it was myself, Mustafa. I have to bring him back to this fucking story. <laughs> Refugee, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I mean, Canadian. Sorry. Everyone thinks he's so, like probably wrapped in a sh- blanket. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Actually, so, um, actually Adam Sandor lookalike. <laughs> so actually, actually, um, Sander. I mean, you don't know the guy, but we have a podcast on our channel called Short Fine Legs, okay. and the guy that hosts that podcast, his name is Daniel Gallen. You look exactly the same. No way. I think he looks like Adam Sandler with no uh, hair. No, not at all. I'm going to show you Daniel Gallon please, at the end please. of this podcast yes. and you will see. Yeah. So this is how I thought Abs was my brother. Uh, we came, we went to a place called Al Mishwar. It was, yeah, it was Al Mishwar. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsor. Yeah, Al-Mishwar. shout out to Al Mishwar, yeah. the greatest hookabai place yeah, of yeah. all time. Shout out to Abu Omar. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Abu Omar, <laughs> who has the Abu Omar technique. <laughs> guys, let me tell you, as, remember on the last, uh, one of the last uh, podcast episodes with Waylene, where I told you guys I was the pioneer of, of hookah pipe smoking in South Africa, which is a true fucking story. Yeah. Let me tell you, I met a guy who, uh, the way he puts coal on a hookah pipe, has developed a technique called the Abu Omar technique. But he only speak, uh, speaks Arabic, so he had to tell it to Abdullah. And um, Abdullah had to tell me what the technique was. It's a bullshit technique. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't exist. <laughs> but he said it with so much pride, and Abdullah being just a very lovely human being listened to it. And I just remember when Abdullah was like, oh, he said he has no sons, and this is the only way he can pass down the information. <laughs> but not to tell everybody, but if you do tell people about the technique, please, please mention the Abu Omar technique. So if you guys want to learn the Abu Omar technique, please DM me. I will. Yeah, I can't give it out. These yeah, secrets. for a hundred rand, I'll sell it to you. But this is how I thought Abs was my brother. How much is a hundred rand? Thirty odd dirhams. 
Oh, no, and like US dollars, please. Um, not even, not even ten. Okay, now wow. Japanese yen, please. Japanese yen. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yen is weaker than the rand, bro. Oh, but I mean, wow. these things, things are more expensive than the yen. You know, when I went with my rands to Japan, it's like a hundred rand gives me like seven hundred yen. I'm like, I'm fucking Whoa. balling. <laughs> it's like McDonald's is seven hundred yen. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I can buy three ice cream cones. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> that was rich here. <laughs> I was like, nope, I was not rich. So um. I sit down with abs and I'm just like, yo, um, start talking. And then I was talking about my dad. And then I was like, oh, my dad was in Egypt. And he's like, oh, my mom was in Egypt. I was like, cool. I was like, yeah, my dad was uh, divorced previously. Girl he was married to, her name was Sana. No, no, bro. That's not how you said it. First, you're like, my dad was in Egypt and uh, he studied there. I was like, where? Like American University of Cairo? Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, exactly. I was like, oh, my mom was there as well. Yeah. It's like, by any chance, is your mom's name? And I was, I was smiling. I was like, "No way is he gonna get my yeah. mom's name because it's not common." And they're like, "By any chance, is your mom's name Sana?" And I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, he thought, he <laughs> thought Mustafa told me his mom's name. I was like, "No, bro, I just that's the that's the name." And, he's, and then he's like, "I was like, I think you're my brother." And he's like, "I think, I hope I'm your brother." I was like, "I pray that you're my brother." And then we, we made him speak to his mom the next day. And then he phoned me and he said, "Yo." Definitely not my brother. <laughs> sadly, and it was sad. sad. Was I was sadly. I was happy and sad because I was, I was sad. Okay, not my brother, but also happy that Your he dad. wasn't my brother because I was just like now imagine how we like yo dad, um, <laughs> dad. the fuck. <laughs> um, there's this other cool guy yeah, you hid been. from me, yeah. and now God has put us together. Also. Why did you just leave a kid? That's not a nice thing to do. You see, there's so many problems that came along with the dream. I'd be like that to my mom. And my mom used to tell us all the time we were adopted as like a cruel joke. She's my like, dad adopted you. Like, my dad knows wow. that joke. Wow. <laughs> wow. We are related. Bro, it must be your dad's joke. Let me, let me tell you how far my dad went, uh-huh. right? My sister and I were small, maybe like 10 and 7, yeah. right? My dad convinced myself and my sister that he had a child in Egypt and her name is Ilham, right? I have an aunt named Ilham. One I day, actually do have an aunt. <laughs> one day we had like a dinner and this lady came and her name is Ilham. Mm. And my father's like, this is your sister, guys. Oh my and God. And we spend the whole like evening like speaking to her, learning more about our sister. And then she leaves. And then at the end of the night, we're like, why is our sister going? And my dad's like, ah, she's not really your sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, an amazing crazy man. Yeah, my my dad also sometimes like Hilarious. he's like you are adopted or they swapped out the baby when you when you were born. <laughs> I was like, can they do that? He's like, yeah, they <laughs> definitely did it with you. I I did believe it for a while, but then my me and my brother do actually look alike. My oh. my biological brother, safe, and safe. Yeah. yeah, and I'd be like, we look alike. How did she adopt two, two. different <laughs> siblings <laughs> at two different timelines? She's like, a liar. Yeah. All right. Cool. I mean. But that's, uh, that's un- I mean, who knows? We should just do the 23 and meet us and we'll find out we have a common Probably, ancestor, probably sure. bro. I mean, put it like this, right? My name is Samir Arif. I'm in a Muslim country. Yeah. Bro, I'm a king here. Yeah. I'm literally, my name, my name sounds like it's from here. That's I true. look like I'm from here. True. You I know? need to see you in a Kandura. I got it. I got it downstairs yeah, yeah. In, the, in the car. I'll wear that's it. True. Oh, but you're not wearing your one. I only want to wear it when he wears it. So it look cool. Can we, I've actually got an, a brilliant name. We'll do a photo shoot. If we can get, like, if we wear the Kanduras and the girls with the Abayas, then we can walk through the malls. I even got a name for our gang. Either the Kanduras and the Abayas or Khan and the Kanduras. No, Khan and the Duras. Khan and the Duras. Yeah, because I, I want to put a the there. Yeah, I want to put a like the a there. Yeah. But I don't know, do women have to walk in front of the men or walk behind the men here? It doesn't matter. Doesn't really doesn't matter, matter, right? Yeah. No, it's but I think actually now with the with the progress of, of of humanity, it's the men follow the women. I like how you said the progress of humanity, but if you go, if you look at our own religion, there's a whole whole oh, chapter dedicated to women. <laughs> he looks like Christine yeah. as yeah. he yeah. says that. Yeah. Whole chapter, <laughs> and not one dedicated to men. How's yeah. that? <laughs> there's <laughs> a whole whole thing. There's a whole surah. It's actually there's a super whole long. Chapter oh, yeah. Very dedicated long surah. to. Mary, Mother yeah. of Christ. Yeah. You know. N- and not one who goes like, oh, you, Mustafa. What? Yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> mention your name. <laughs> you, just right. you, you immigrant. <laughs> yeah, you immigrant. <laughs> Imagine. There's a surah only for refugees. Oh, yeah, geez. you'd wish, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, <laughs> you'd be so excited. <laughs> you'd, be so, you'd be so excited. It's like, you know, first the Olympics, but yeah. now religion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's come to my favorite part of the show where you get to ask me any question. Uh, Anything about any topic, uh, Mustafa? Just to include you, because I know <laughs> I've been 
We're making fun of you the whole time. You too can also ask a question. In fact, if you could go first. You would like me to go first. Okay. Yeah, you can um, ask me any question about anything. Lick the mic. I'm not going to lick the mic, but it's very close. I'm trying to do it right. I'm okay. so happy it's not my it's mic. first time doing podcast. Okay. Anyways, I mean, he's never going to stop. To, he's he's never going to stop speaking about it. Hey, for the rest that. of his life, he's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. The rest of his life, he's going to get back to Canada and be like, brothers, I've done a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I went to this third world country. <laughs> Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> did the podcast with the natives. natives. <laughs> How was I would I would ask yeah. the question like how was your experience in Dubai when you first came here until now and like mm. do you see any place for you here in the foreseeable in, in the future like whatever in the in like two th- three years or something like that do you see foreseeable future yeah do you have some, some I tell of you the the things that I dig and the things that I don't dig I'll start with the things that I don't dig I don't think I don't dig that I'm so far away from home oh, yeah okay home is such a cool thing. Because you're very comfortable at home, you know. They always say you should get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. But also, like I miss. I I was on the phone with my mom and dad last night, and I said, if I had to come back home, I just want to kiss your feet for an hour. That's that's really good, man. That's you know, like cool. that's like that's the. Cool. Own, but now I'm thinking. Yeah. But then on the flip side of it, bro, things work here. Did I tell you the the first time I used the the valet, the valet parking? Yeah. I parked my car by the valet. I was in the car. And the guy who works at the valet came to the window and said, sir, you can get out. And I said, nope. <laughs> and he's like, do you know how the valet works? <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, okay, guys, guys back home who maybe they don't know what a valet is. But you basically park your car. Someone parks your car for you. And sometimes you don't have to pay. You go to like a hotel. You go like, yo, just park my car. And then they give you a ticket. And this guy, so I take the keys you out of the car. You don't have to stay at the hotel. Yeah, you don't have to stay at the yeah. hotel. You could just be like Crazy. visiting the hotel. And then I take the keys out. He's like, no, sir, leave the keys in. And then he says, you take this. And he gives me like a white piece of paper. I was like, so I'm giving you my car. You give me this white piece of paper. He's like, yeah, get it stamped. You don't have to pay 10 dirhams. So I'm like, what? And he drives my car away. And the only thing I can think of in my head is, I'm never seeing that car again. <laughs> I've never, I've, I've been bamboozled. Like I'm already planning to phone my agent and be like, yo, Osman, check here. Um, the car got stolen. I was a fool. Don't worry. I'll pay you back somehow. Right. I could not believe it. That's even with the parking, even with the parking, when you SMS a code and you SMS a code and you say, I'm staying about two hours and it charges your cell phone billing. Yeah. And then someone at the gig, because I was just like, yo, what if you park and you don't SMS the code? And they're like, oh, they'll, they'll get you. I was like, who? Because where I come from, we have a thing called car guards. It's like people that look after the cars. Okay. Yeah, on the streets. They're not employed by anybody. <laughs> Self-employed. It's like, yo, this is my street. Oh. Yeah, they'll fight other car guards for their street. Like, you know, like how bulls would like fight drug, each other. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, this is my oh, turf. Like yeah. yeah. Wow. So, and you give them like two rand, which is like a fifth of a dirham. You know? Wow. So, so, like, and I was like. And, and they just like, stand by your car. Well, they stand on the road. Whether they watch your car or not, that's another story. That's interesting. But here they're like, no, someone comes to check your license plate to see if you've registered. And if you haven't, they'll tow your car away. I'm like, whoa. I think it wouldn't go that far to tow. No, if you have a couple of fines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then they'll they'll tow your car. And then the thing that killed me the most is the efficiency of the police. Sorry, before to interrupt everything, yeah. I love how you start off. The things I don't like, I miss my parents. The things I like, I can park my car for free. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like I miss my parents who gave birth to me and sacrificed a lot of things and went through apartheid. apartheid yeah. Yeah. But and these guys love like, how I say apartheid. It's just, just, like, just like crazy. It blows my mind because we've been apartheid. saying it wrong the whole time. Apartheid. Apartheid. It's like a, something you order and then, from KFC. A thigh. So, and then I'm just like, this, this place works. This place works. Yeah, that's the thing I I like about it, and like yeah. delivery, and it works. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that things didn't work in South Africa. Like that. some things do work, some things don't work. But we're like a developing country that has been like smashed by like corruption and stuff mm. like that. So, mm. I mean, things should work. Well, let me tell you something though. I live in New Zealand, and there's some like it's a beautiful country, beautiful people, and to me, it's a first world country. And actually, there's a study that was done that. Ireland and New Zealand are the most Muslim countries based on the way they operate. Mm. Shout, shout the out, shout out, Ireland, New Zealand, yeah, shout yeah. out. Assalamu alaikum, boys. <laughs> but, but I've experienced things in New Zealand. I'm like, wow, this is so third world country, how you guys handle this. What was that? Like I had an issue with like an employer. I went to court mm. and they're like, oh, this, you don't have to go to this court. I paid money to go to the court. They're like, you're on the wrong court. You need to go to the other court. 
So you just did the mm. Arab hustle, or what do you say, Bungra? The Bungra, yeah, you Bungra it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was like, and I went to the other court, and I was like, no, 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 you need to go to the first court. I was like, oh, no, I thought you guys were a first world country. What is this mm. Bungra bullshit? Mm. So What's every place that yeah. has things that work, and, yeah, and like that even don't the work. perfect places have things But that then what doesn't work here? Everything works here. Shout out Sheikh Mohammed, love you, George. Shout out to our Sheikhs. Yeah, shout out, shout, shout out Sheikh Mohammed. Guys, they give you free parking here on a public holiday. My boy. <laughs> My boy. You don't need those car guards. Yeah, no car guards here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had no clue that South Africa didn't have even valet parking, man. That's, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> you are going to have the time of your life parking on the street, my friend. <laughs> I saw actually recently. I hope you know how to parallel park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, he said that confidently. Yeah, I, yeah do. I do. Of course I do. I do. Because of Canada. You, you guys just drive on the wrong side of the I road. I do yeah. as well, but my driver does it for me. So uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> em- oh, yeah. Emirati things here, bro. They're like, Emiratis here are gang I should explain to the... They don't even stay in Dubai, Emiratis. I should explain to people... People listening. Like, growing yeah. up, it's... I come from a middle-class family of a single parent, but you grow up with your friends and... You, your mom is a single parent? Yeah. Definitely our fathers are. It's, uh, def- it's Bro, it has to be. Yeah, but no, I've met my father. Oh. And people tell me I look like <laughs> the him. The disappointment on your face. Yes. <laughs> I know, bro. I think it's a very weird ruse if I meet my father and his family and they all accept me and my uh-huh. grandma and like all those people and they're like, we have to keep the secret of, yeah. you know, Sim- Samir. It almost came back there. I felt there was like a, there was a sequel to my emotions there. I was like, yes, it has to be true. <laughs> Single mom, child. But I was like, well, when, how did my dad do it? Because you're younger than me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my sister's age. And I was like, fuck. But that being said, I grew, we, we grew up with a nanny, helper, maid, whatever you want to call mm. her. But we called her Josie, actually. Yeah. And she was a part of like our life. She lived with us and stuff. And that's normal. That's mm. middle class. But some people are well off. They have more than one nanny or maid. Mm. And they have drivers mm. for their kids. Because, you know, God forbid, parents mm. don't want to spend time with their parents. Yeah, with their, with kids their children, yeah. Oh, on the road. Them. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. What's your question for me, bro? The Oh, the question is, um, how did you get all this wisdom? Which wisdom? Like, you seem one of the most... You have like a sort of, I think, self-realization a lot of people don't have, especially for a comedian. Mm. Like the moment that I realized, oh, this guy is actually really intelligent and like very interesting human being. When you told me like you kind of regret doing stand-up, I might be taking it out of context. And I was like, why? I've never ever met anyone who's like, I regret doing stand-up. I just... um, When did you have like a self-realization? At what age you were like... Oh. I just think it's a natural thing in your 30s. I just think the ability to self-reflect sometimes is a thing that people don't actually speak about enough and they don't do practice enough. Mm. And like sometimes to like look at yourself and go like, oh, that was a very silly thing to have done or mm. that was a very cool thing to have done. I wish I pursued that earlier on. Mm. I wish I didn't pursue that. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, for me, because sure. I've told you this, I said the main things that I worry about every day is like, are my parents healthy? Is my bond paid for? Yeah. Now, where the comedy answers those things yeah then i love stand up yeah right mm-hmm. but if you look at a pandemic where i go comedy didn't love those things because comedy couldn't pay for those things anymore so i had to love other things mm. and the thing that i don't like about comedy especially like from a developing scene like ours or like a, an extremely early scene like dubai is that there's no career plan here. yeah you do this thing for fun it doesn't pay bills and if something doesn't pay bills something else has to of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So if you like, and I wouldn't say that's wisdom. That's just like, I know some months when I was younger, comedy didn't pay bills. So I had to ask my mom or dad for money. Yeah. Like, but I knew one day they would die. So I couldn't ask them for money all the time. So I had to do other things. Mm. And this is the thing when I talk about comedy, I always say there's, you only do comedy for such a small amount of time. You're on stage over here, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. You driving to the gig is longer. You waiting to perform is longer. Sleeping is longer. Doing other things during the day is longer. If you woke up late, let's say you woke up 11 o'clock in the morning and your gig is at 8 p.m., mm. it's too many hours for you to do other things. Yeah. Why would you not want to learn to do other things? That's true. Was That's that, where Mustafa comes in. Was, that, yeah. was the acceptance of that realization, the process, yeah. was, it, was it difficult? Was it just like, okay, no. this is the reality of a situation that I need to handle? And no, I need money. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, the reality yeah, of the yeah, situation yeah, that yeah, forced I need, you I need to money, realize yeah, that. Yeah, I so need, if I need you had money, money you'd just keep doing stand-up? 
Let's say I don't even or know would if I do. You want to do some pursue something else? I would like to do. You don't feel I would like to do. No, I'd like to do comedy in as many different forms as I want to. Okay. Like sometimes wow. I like doing like I like doing my podcast mm. and I I like writing. Mm. I like I also like performing. There's so many other different things. It's uh, it's weird because when you meet comedians, right? Mm. I think everywhere in the world, it's very hard to break out into comedy. Yeah. Like, do you believe that some people are just born with it, or yeah, some, yeah? It's so just a storytelling ability. It is. But some people are better at telling stories naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you are a very good storyteller. Even Mustafa is oh. a very good. Actually, I was going to say that about you. Uh, you're a great storyteller, man. Yeah. Like Thank I you, bro. actually genuinely <laughs> enjoy <laughs> that. Yesterday, yesterday at Salt, he's just like, mate, we were just sitting at the beach with Sahara, and he just <laughs> goes like, there was this comic called, and he just like, <laughs> he did, he, we felt like he needed a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was in the Vietnam War. He's like, there was this comic called, once upon a time. Mukbang. And I, I swear to God, I started seeing an image of a trailer of a movie, like black and white, Paint black paint comes and it's just red. You just pieces. have to know how to paint a story. That's you, you do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the you know, trick. I, you know, there's a beautiful quote that I I read, yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, if a picture is worth a thousand words, my words are worth a thousand pictures, and that's and how that's you. Oh, thank you, brother. That's how you tell stories. Hundred percent. Thanks, bro. Sure. Well, before we leave, I just want to ask one more question of you, Abs. Can you rattle off all twenty impersonations? Oh my god. <laughs> Let's go do it. I want to hear Should it. Should wait? Let me give you the list, and then maybe. Oh, there's a list. I think there's a, a list, and then I'll just you. I'll just go. I've actually never heard the twenty. Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's called Listen, guys, either. the twenty like half of them are Arabic, so you probably okay. Don't give us the Arabic ones. Person, give oh, us okay. the give us the give us the ones that people oh, understand. Oh my god, yeah. Huge. Okay, give us your <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Okay. Give us your Nelson Mandela. I have fought against white domination. <laughs> Here's the list. Okay, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum to the greatest <laughs> and the most high. I just want to tell you something. I'll stomp on your testicles so that you can feel the pain that I feel the pain sometimes. <laughs> I, I give that a solid 8 out of 10. That's a good Thank one. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay, this is just like New York or Bostonian. Oh, those don't count? Jew- yeah, yeah. So a guy from the desert and yeah, you're I not impressed that, I by his New York no. <laughs> walking here. What are you doing? In okay, Boston? let's hear your... Okay. Let's say you're Filipino because those people, <laughs> those people are marginalized here in this I country. I wow. Know, sir. How are you, Mr. Simi? Yeah. So Hello, sir. See, would you like to have a mochaccino okay. or a cappuccino? What's the difference between that and hi, Malaysian? Ma'am, hi, ma'am, sir. Yeah. yeah <laughs> hi, ma'am, sir. Which What's the difference between that and Malaysian Singaporean? Malay, the Malay. See, the problem is with the Malay. They, they talk very quickly. Yeah. They just <laughs> cut like quick. Like, like, uh, and it's because the way their language is. I like how you have over here. Um, South African white. <laughs> <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> because in my mind, based on stereotypes, I'm only hang out with you know, killer, I'm just man, like, I'm just like back do home. It, do it. The back home, the biggest stereotype would be like doing like a South African black accent and like. Everybody who's a decent comedian would be like, "That's so fucking racist." <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't learn the accent that other hack comedians would do. You chose like, "Yo, mine is very niche. I'm gonna do the white one." Let's hear you, South African white. This I want to hear. A white one who grew up in a middle class. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear the South African white. I'll judge in this because I've, oh, got, a, this I've got a pretty look, good South, South African, African accent. Is one of the hardest accents. It I is. Yeah. It's an amalgamation um, of different things. That's why mine really comes from, a, for some reason, a white South African lady. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do. <laughs> It sucks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me okay. wait. Um, what is it called? What do you what? What do you call a, a, a horrible South African? No, no Afri- this is horrible, bro. Africans. Remove this accent from the list, bro. <laughs> South African cricket player. What? What's a horrible South African cricket player? What? A black cap. Which is a Kiwi. Stop this. Okay. <laughs> Delete that one. Delete that one. Right. This South so, so African white people are like Hazard. My name's Jono, and like uh, I like going to gym. Three. And My name's Bru- Archer. So yeah, so A- you learned that R- from C H E R. You watch you watch Blood Diamond yeah. once, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> and you go to be hot. My name's Jono. I go to gym. Like uh, I fucking like working art what? and uh, singing and dancing. Well, to be fair, Sammy, the, yeah. the most of the white South African people I know are always pissed drunk, and you Bro, are the most sober here. South African <laughs> human being I've ever met in my life. Bro, the, so and I, I worked with South here. African dentists. And Sutton's here are wilding. 
They yeah. are wilding. They are just like they're drunk all the time, and they do like the most menial of jobs. Like they are workers here. Yeah. Like crazy. and you're just like, yeah. and like you're going like you're definitely not telling your family that you're the receptionist at a hotel here, right? Oh, you're not. You're not doing that. Yeah. You're, you're saying you own the hotel mm. as well. But thank you for being on my show. What about the seventeen other in person? Okay. Uh, they all, yeah. I, I know those ones. I'm pretty confident you can do all of them. I just wanted to hear the South African white one. <laughs> <laughs> so please update your bio. Can with you 19. give a rating out of ten for that? Yeah, zero. Like, zero. <laughs> That's a, like not even joking. I love this. That's a, I love his honesty. Listen, Sunny, I, I could love do this. Honesty. I could do this impersonation here. That's, like, That's a very good South African because they. But actually, or they're probably like that's very bad because in their head they think South African is like a black. No, that's a zero for me. Oh, thank you. That's, that's, a, that's a zero. A, I mean, like. You, I could do my impersonations, and you could tell me how bad they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Could you do okay. an Arab man yeah. who just learned English, please? Brother. Do you want, uh, do you do you want shawarma? Don't come with chips. Oh, sounds like an Egyptian guy. Yeah, He's, that's the only that's the only <laughs> Arabs we have. Well, we've got Lebanese back home, but I mean, like, and uh, and one Syrian. There's okay. the Syrian guy. He works as a chef. He's never been a chef in his whole entire life. He's Syrian, so he's been like a warmonger slash fighter for like a decade minimum. Oh, wow! And yeah, he, he never got here. the Canadian citizenship. Yeah, <laughs> but he. <laughs> I yeah, he. Like yeah, oh, bro, he, you know he would love you. He would want to know how you got it. <laughs> But his name is Muhammad Dabul. Oh wow! Dabul. And and he calls himself. His nickname is Hell's Boy. Hell's Boy. Hell's Boy. Wow! Because he he wants to be an MMA fighter. Oh, Hell's Boys. Hell's Boys. Great. Yeah. And he had one fight, and because um, we were all hyped up for him, we're like, "Yo, you, you, he, this guy can't lose." You know, he's but Syrian. He he's out. fighting for something else. You know, he's got a different spirit. And then got fucked up in the first twelve seconds. Damn, son. Better stop packing those shawamas again. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for being on my podcast, James. Thank you for having us, man. And yeah. uh, you want to? Oh, how can we find you? Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram at i a m abs. That's a b z Ali. So I am abs Ali, and on TikTok, <laughs> you're the same. Yeah. yeah, and Mustafa, how do we start the process of getting the Canadian post? <laughs> uh, you can find me in a refugee camp. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. Sami Arif joins us in studio. He knows more than you can imagine. Is President Barack Obama a Muslim? Because you know it's going to be a zoo. It was already a zoo. Did anything happen while I was gone? Haven't you noticed the whole place is on fire? Let me tell you why you're here. But they can only speak in question. Are there side effects or just diarrhea? My first guess. Simi, Simi, Simi. Lock, lock, who's there, this guy? Lesser known somebody's.